0: We can see maybe about 6,000 stars in the night sky, and that depends on where you, uh, uh, how dark your skies are. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there are trillions of galaxies in the observable known universe, and each galaxy has billions of stars. We can only see about 6,000 stars from our backyards.
1: All right, hello and welcome to this episode of the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. I'm your host, George Wacker, and today we are talking about Lehigh Valley Space Fest taking place May 6th through 7th, 2023 at Pax Nosa Elementary School in Eastern PA. The Lehigh Valley is uh, Fest Central, so home to all the Fests, so it makes sense that we have a space fest. Why not? We talked with Marty McGuire, one of the coordinators, about his interest in backyard astronomy and where that came from. Uh, we also talked about his role as a NASA ambassador, which is pretty cool. We also discussed a few trippy space facts, and uh, Marty lets us know the best spot in Pennsylvania to see the night sky without light pollution. It's unfortunately a bit of a drive, but if you want to really see the night sky without, you know, streetlights and all that, it's something um, it's worth going to see. I would say as always, thank you to our sponsors, Kitchen Magic, Michael Bernadin with Remax Real Estate, Molly's Irish Grill and Sports Pub made possible in Lehigh Valley. And Wind Creek Event Center. For all of our information, check out our show notes, Google us, Leah Valley would love, Leah Valley would love podcast. And uh, yeah, let's hit it in and out of space. All right, I'm excited for this one. Um, we're going to talk about space today. It's something that we, I don't think we've done before on our podcast, but we have the opportunity to do it because Lehigh Valley Space Fest is coming up. Um, in May, I believe. There's so many fests all over the Leah Valley. We haven't seen a space-related one yet. So we brought on Marty McGuire, who is one of the, um, I guess, coordinators and founders of Leah Valley Space Fest to talk more about backyard astronomy and then what you can look forward to at the fest. So Marty, first of all, thank you for taking a couple minutes out of your day to talk to us.
0: Yeah, it's great to be here with you. Thanks.
1: So let's get right into it. Um, Can we talk a little bit before we get into space fest about your background with astronomy yeah you know, i was looking up your bio and it's amazing you know, you've done so many really interesting things so talk us through like how you got interested and where you are now with, with astronomy in general
0: yeah i am uh i'm by day i'm a marketing professional uh by night uh i'm a amateur backyard astronomer and uh, all around space and space enthusiast so i have no uh uh, I'm not a scientist, I'm not an engineer, uh, and, uh, but my passion and love for everything up in the night sky has really fueled a lot of my interest in where I am now with uh, uh, outreach in my community. So uh, sure. I think uh, you know where it all started for me, I've been a, a, a fascinated by NASA space and airplanes since I was a kid, but uh, okay. about 15 years ago, I got my first telescope and I happened to point at it. Okay, what's the brightest thing I can see in the night sky? Pointed it up there, and lo and behold, there's rings on the planet Saturn. I was hooked. It was like my own personal discovery of—I uh, felt like Galileo in my backyard, seeing Saturn for the first time. Uh, and, you don't uh,
1: normally like when you're looking into the night sky without a telescope like that. You know, you see the the rings of Saturn in, in images or in videos. Yeah. But to see it i guess from your backyard totally changes that perspective
0: yeah and you don't see it like the photos online where you know you see hubble space telescope pictures or other uh, massive telescopes on the top of uh, mountains uh, we don't see it like that but uh, with a, even a small telescope or a a strong pair of binoculars on a tripod and you'd be surprised that you can actually make out a little bit of a shape of saturn and some rings but with a more powerful telescope you can actually see the disc around the planet and, and from that moment uh, and it was my first time seeing it, it was just a fuzzy blob and there was a little rings sure. off the side. Uh, it wasn't anything to write home about, but I saw it for the first time. And that personal moment of discovery, uh, is a theme around many amateur astronomers. You know, what's the moment that got them hooked or mm-hmm. as a kid, or, you know, seeing the moon up close to a telescope for the first time. Those are moments of that personal discovery, just which blows people mind. And, uh, uh, I've had the opportunity to, uh, uh, share my telescope in public viewing settings a couple times and show kids up close craters on the moon. And, you know, it's just a wow factor. They step away and go, wow, that's a crater on the moon. And they never thought they could see it up that close with their own eyes. You see pictures online, but seeing it in person is just a whole nother experience. So seeing Saturn's rings, fuzzy blob, first time 15 years ago, that right. was my moment. And I just, uh, I I yearn to uh, do more. And uh, starting about 10 years ago, I got a, um, a little more than 10 years ago, I got a bigger telescope so I could do more and, uh, you know, started taking pictures through it. What can I see from the Lehigh Valley? Even with these light polluted skies that we have, Right, right. we can see Uh, all the warehouses, lights and everything, no matter Mm -hmm. where you live, uh, there's bound to be some light pollution. But there's an astonishing amount of things we can see even from our neck of the woods. Uh, So that's what got me started. And it's kind of bloomed from there. Uh, And I started my uh, astronomy uh, uh, page on social media called Backyard Astronomy Mm -hmm. about 10 years ago now, just over 10 years. And uh, started just sharing my basic pictures and what I was finding in the night sky and sharing that with others and sharing my excitement about my own little personal discoveries, which weren't brand new to anybody else, but they were new to me. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, found a following.
1: And it's just started really having fun with that. And I think it's interesting because you say 15 years ago, with all due respect, it wasn't when you were a kid that you got into astronomy. Uh, It was a little bit more as you were an adult. And I think that's really neat because it shows other adults like, hey, yes, this is a a fun hobby that kids really enjoy, too. But it's not just that. Like, there's a lot more you can get out of it. Like, How did you then get um, hooked up with NASA? Like to, to take yeah, your so option not even next step.
0: I started my own, you know, Facebook page, and it kind of bloomed from there a little bit, and uh, sharing. And then, you know, social media. One day, saw that uh, during September of uh, I think 2016, it was uh, NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena, California, had their annual uh, application window for volunteers to become solar system ambassadors. These are public outreach coordinators uh, that uh, need to apply to become a member of the program. You have to have a plan for outreach on how to bring space to your community. And I applied in uh, September of 2016. First year, uh, I was rejected. Uh, my plan for outreach wasn't uh, strong enough. It wasn't good enough. Okay. So I really, I waited a whole year and was thinking the whole year. Okay, I've got to get into this. I've got to do this. I love this. It's my passion. How can I get that stamp of approval from NASA? That Yeah, I- what was
1: your plan? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, I, I talked to other people online. I talked to some other ambassadors, got some ideas and, and resubmitted my application. Uh, I believe it was well, 2017 was my first year. Uh, so it was actually uh, September of 2015 I first applied. But 2016, uh, September, I applied again. And uh, sometime around mid-December or something, it was one of the coolest Christmas gifts ever. I got a big packet of uh, mail from JPL uh, and I was okay. accepted. So my, uh, my, my plan for how I was going to do events in the Lehigh Valley was accepted. And uh, I've now been an ambassador for NASA for five years. I'm one of over a thousand ambassadors across the U.S., And uh, my other uh, friend and ambassador, uh, Todd Sullivan, who's the founder of Lehigh Valley Space Fest, he and I are uh, running this event. Uh, We're bringing in uh, another ambassador from Easton, another ambassador from uh, Lancaster, Uh, you know, our our network of folks, plus uh, other organizations that are beginning to sign on. And, you know, it's just becoming bigger and bigger. Our passion for this and bringing space to the community and, and, talking about all these awesome missions that nasa is doing to all the planets in our solar system it's, it's mind-blowing and there's so much interest in this you see nasa t-shirts at target and walmart sure. nasa yeah NASA's is a brand that really uh yeah, it, it has interest across almost every kind of group uh it's cool mm-hmm. to wear a nasa t-shirt and uh, it's a uh, it's a brand you aspire to want to be involved with. and So for a marketing guy <laughs> uh, who also loves space, it's really the best of both worlds sure. uh, for me. So I'm just having a blast
1: with it. And so did that outreach plan include Lea Valley Space Fest or how did that kind of yeah. come together?
0: So Todd Sullivan is really the brainchild of this. Uh, it started okay. out uh, pre-pandemic as Easton Space Fest and we are going to launch it uh and uh, uh and but uh the first year we tried to get it going uh there was a massive heat wave i believe it was 2019 or something the air conditioning okay. broke in the facility we're going to have it at so we had to cancel it and then covid came there. along and uh, uh late last year uh todd was thinking you know what i think we need to rebrand this as Lehigh alley space fest get it going again it's time the valley needs this uh yeah. and uh we, uh, we, we relaunched it as Lehigh Valley Space Fest, and it, it will be in Easton uh, this May um, at the Paxinosa Middle School on May 6 and 7. It's a weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's just another way for Todd and I and other ambassadors and, and the network of people we're bringing in as speakers and, and exhibitors uh, to really bring space down to Earth for for the average like person, the average kid and you know the, the space dreamer, the astronaut wannabe um, you know it, it's really accessible to a lot of people now and uh, as you know as rockets launching all the time from Kennedy Space Center uh, the pace at uh, the pace of uh, space exploration is increasing dramatically uh, it's in the news a lot. It's hard to miss. So
1: Right. And it, and it used to be, I mean, NASA is clearly the, the largest and most well-known, but then you have the private companies now. And, yeah. you know, I was just reading an article with China and, and they're uh, ramping up space as well. So, uh, you know, politics aside, it's, it's becoming, not becoming, it's always been fascinating. And now it's just feeling that technology is just so much more uh, readily available to, to get even pri- private citizens are flying into space, you know? It's
0: yes. So really in the near future, it's becoming more accessible to potentially the masses uh, right mm-hmm. now. It's pretty limited to people with big pockets, right. um, uh, deep pockets uh, for private missions. But as we know, uh, you know, Jared Isaacman from uh, shift for payments, uh, right? Uh, yeah. right here in the Lehigh Valley has funded mm-hmm. his own mission in coordination with St. Jude's uh, and, and did a fantastic Mission there. And one of our solar system ambassadors, uh, Dr. Cyan Proctor, who has a, a much longer science resume, she was the pilot of that mission. She actually really? carried along two patches for me. So I have a NASA patch and a solar system ambassador patch that have orbited Earth for three days. It's right here on my wall.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. And, so, uh, it, so yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, just like, yeah, I, I totally forgot about that. The local for people who aren't familiar, the owner of Shift 4 Payments, which is a local uh, I mean, local, but humongous company, yeah. you know, he w- was able to go into space, which is just crazy. For those of us who can't fly into space, though, what what are some of those uh, fun things that people can look forward to? And at Leo Valley Space Fest, it looks to me like that's for people of all ages, from kids up to... Yes. You know, it's a family-friendly event. Yeah.
0: It's a, a free event. There may be some uh, craft activities which may be available for a fee, depending on how we get sponsors involved, sure. but uh, sure. it's it's a family-friendly friendly free event, and the kinds of things we're going to have there, um, we're in the process of confirming uh, additional attendees and, and presenters and speakers. So far, we have... Um, uh, but it's going to be a, a list of uh, you know ri- mm-hmm. wide range of space subjects. You know, families with you know budding astronauts and space explorers and as kids won't want to miss it. There's we're going to have uh, expect free NASA stickers, fact sheets, handouts, hands on space related activities. You know how to build your own stomp rocket, some other cool STEM related uh, activities that uh, ambassadors use throughout the U.S. Uh, we hope to have uh, solar telescope viewing during the day, so you can safely look at the sun up close through a special telescope that's uh that's
1: pretty neat, okay. protect
0: your eyes we are hoping to have some telescope demonstrations how to learn about the night sky that you can see right here from the lehigh valley at different times of year uh and how to even if you uh your family doesn't have a telescope what are the kinds of things you can do the kinds of free apps you can download to point at the night sky and see what am i looking at hey that's a planet not a star by the way you can see five planets right around now from the night sky in the, in the Lehigh Valley. And, you know, it's all those wow factors. So many people look up and, and don't realize that's Mars, that's Jupiter, that's Saturn, that's Venus. Uh, and and um, these things are accessible. So educational uh, topics around what can you see in the night sky uh, and more. Um uh, Dr. Josh Pepper, uh, he's a program scientist for NASA's astrophysics division from NASA headquarters. He's actually okay. on leave as a Lehigh professor for two years to work with yeah. headquarters at NASA. So he's going to talk about exoplanets. Those are planets around other They're, stars. Okay. Uh, so, good. yeah, planets around other stars, beyond, way beyond our solar system, other stars. Uh, and he's an expert in that field and is going to... Uh, bring a whole lot of great information about that. I'm planning to talk about Mars exploration with Mars rovers, mm-hmm. uh, life and science aboard the international space station. That's a great topic that uh, families love uh, you know, videos of uh, astronauts floating around the space station and how do they live and work on the, the station um, and uh, solar system exploration missions, uh, fantastic imagery to expect on what you seeing Jupiter and Saturn up close, really just bringing the, uh, the science in a, 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 a really fun and engaging way to uh, attendees to really see some of the stuff firsthand and have the chance to talk with people and subject matter experts uh, uh, throughout the group. So um, we're adding on uh, more attendees, more exhibitors as time goes on. So you know our, our website is lvspacefest.org. Uh, so that's the place to go to find out how the uh, the speaker list is going to be increasing over the coming months uh, and the list of activities for Saturday versus Sunday. Um, we're really excited because this is, uh, you know, hopefully become uh, part of one of the fest staples of the Lehigh Valley. Right. This year it'll be in Easton who knows where it'll be the following years, uh, but you sure. know, accessible to the masses.
1: I, I think that's interesting. I mean, I, I don't pretend to know like how to set one of these up, but it, it seems like there could be different locations you could go to and, and uh, to hold something like this. And I also would imagine that, it's great for that backyard astronomy community to be able to meet up and maybe talk shop and swap right. suggestions and all that. And-
0: we're, we're hoping that uh, we can get more amateur astronomers to bring their yeah. uh, uh, telescopes, maybe for public viewing of the sun, if they have the proper equipment, people sure. who are interested in, in uh, uh, you know educating the public about this and, you know, telescopes can be quite expensive. So it takes a, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, for someone who's interested in sharing that experience with someone for the first time, um, you see the delight on somebody's face using your telescope to see craters on the moon, uh, yeah. even during daytime.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and it, it's a memorable moment. And, uh, you know, it, our aspiration is to really increase that passion for space because we love it so much. And, you know, if we could inspire, Even just a couple of kids by uh, seeing some of these things firsthand and talking to somebody from NASA headquarters and and, and other groups, what might it inspire them to do in their life and dream Mm -hmm. big? Uh, And that's the, that's the sky's the limit. And it's really, uh, the sky's no longer the limit Uh, for some of these kids. Many of them could
1: be space travelers by the time
0: they're my age. (laughs) And that's not,
1: yeah, that's not even kind of out of the the question, you know, it'd be amazing just to see even in the next 10 years where that technology leads. Really? You brought up a good, a good point. Well, one thing I wanted to say is like, we walk my daughter to school every day and you know, kids love looking at the moon and all that. And we, You can see the moon during the day one time and we were explaining to her that how that happens, like the moon doesn't set and all that. And it is just one of those, I think, uh, rites of passage that you go through with your children talking about space in, in general. And that's been a big topic for us recently. In fact, we were shopping for a fellow classmates birthday party at the store five below where they have a lot of, you know, cheaper items, but they're still fun. And there was a telescope there I saw last night for like 12 bucks, right? (laughs) Clearly you're not going to see the rings of Saturn that well, but that's like, that's even if that's like a a good starting place for somebody, can can you talk about maybe some basic tips that somebody from a a smaller telescope to, to a larger one could make? Uh,
0: Some of the, I mean, with the accessibility of mobile phones now, there are a bunch of free astronomy apps and that is a great place to start because even with just your own eyes, and a smartphone and one of those free astronomy apps you can that you know it's augmented reality so you can point it at the sky and see what's that bright light i'm looking at well in the evenings right now you can see mars with your bare eyes it looks a little reddish and it's way up uh in the kind of the south uh, southeastern sky uh but if you have an app to help you know what to look for then that wow factor you might have thought that was just a reddish looking star before but once you realize that's a planet you're hooked Uh, wanting to learn more. How far is it? How, why can't I see it all year round? Why can't, uh, you know, I could see Saturn a couple months ago, but why is it harder to see now? And as we orbit the sun and rotate and just the dynamics of all this, a free astronomy app helps get rid of a a lot of the confusion because what am I looking at? Second, a lot of people have binoculars laying around. Mm -hmm. That is basically a telescope, maybe a small one, but it's a start. Mm Uh, it'll get you looking up uh, and point that at the moon when you can see it uh, and see some craters in more detail and, and really just uh, think of it that way. Um, if uh, you've got a strong enough pair of binoculars, and I'm kind of starting from, you know, bottom up, uh, sure, if absolutely. A strong enough pair of binoculars or say uh, a camera that has a good telephoto lens uh, or that can do telephoto and may, you may have a tripod. If you point it at Jupiter, you take a picture and then you crop it on your phone and zoom in even more, you may see four dots on either side you know, uh, of Jupiter. Those are four of its largest 80 moons. You can see that in our backyards in the Lehigh Valley with some basic kind of uh, camera equipment.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, if you
0: zoom in enough and it's stabilized with a tripod, uh, you might be able, depending on your equipment, you might be able to see, hey, those dots on the other side are four moons. Galileo discovered those, I believe, in the, the 1400s or something with a very crude telescope. That can be your own personal discovery moment to see. I can see four moons around Jupiter. Are you kidding me? I'm looking, was, yeah, you're uh, looking
1: at the same thing he was looking at when, when he yes. saw for the first time. It's, yeah, it is wild.
0: It, it's wild. And, uh, you know, it, you can Saturn's further away, but with maybe, you know, a smaller telescope or uh, to a larger one can actually make out some rings. Um, now, none of these pictures that you'll take with it if you hold up your smartphone to the lens or anything look like most of the stuff you see online, because that takes some mm-hmm. pretty advanced equipment, which gets very expensive. And I'm not even there to an extent. But uh, um, yeah, it, it becomes uh, what else can I see? A couple of years ago, I was standing on the parking deck on top of uh, at, at Lehigh University trying to get a clear view of the sky so I could see the comet Neowise that was out July mm-hmm. of 2020. Spotted that and used my uh, camera with a telephoto lens to get some shots of that. Um, There might be another comet coming around that might be visible to the naked eye uh, or unaided eye uh, this January into February in the early morning hours. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, it's uh, these these celestial events. Some of these are once in a lifetime kinds of things. Um, I got to see um, uh, planet Mercury pass in front of the sun. That was a once-in-a-lifetime moment for me, and I have photos of that. And I shared it with a lot of people. So the, a lot of these things, which are occurring, these celestial events—you know, what's up in the night sky? NASA's got a great monthly video they produce in advance about what's coming up for the—you know, what's up in January? What's up in February? So if uh, if you're curious about what to look for and what can I spot with just a pair of binoculars or my own eyes from the backyard, that is a great resource to use—the NASA "What's Up" videos. Um, because it really makes it relatable to the average person who doesn't have a, a fancy telescope,
1: and, and maybe for that person who's never like they've thought about it, they've been interested in it, or like they're they're like me, they're looking up the moon, walking their kids to kindergarten. Yeah, Lea Valley Space Fest can be like just go, you know, you don't need to have this this uh, base knowledge ahead of time you can go, right. I would imagine, and learn a lot more about it and maybe get involved.
0: And we hope to share that with attendees and get them excited about what they can do in their own backyards uh, right here from the Lehigh Valley with tons of light pollution. But imagine if you ever have the opportunity yeah. to go to a darker sky spot. Uh, and we've got one about three and a half to four hours away. It's the darkest sky spot in the Northeast, Cherry Springs State Park in Northern Pennsylvania, North Central mm-hmm. PA. Uh, it's a... a uh, the darkest sky spot we've got near us um, i've and uh, how many people can say they've really seen the w- milky way unless they've really I, been to- I'll
1: be honest, i grew up in uh, wayne county in, in in a small town in wayne county pennsylvania and one of the things that i do miss is you walk out of your house and there it was you know if there was a a, a street light there was one you know a mile away so <laughs> it, it, it is amazing to if somebody hasn't been to one of those and I haven't been to that darkest location, I've read about it. Uh, if you haven't been to a place like that, it does really change your perspective of what's out there at night. You know, it does. So, uh,
0: Marty, this, uh, well, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. We've only, I mean, we can see maybe about 6,000 stars in the night sky and that depends on where mm-hmm. you, uh, uh, how dark your skies are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are trillions of galaxies in the observable known universe and each galaxy has billions of stars. We can only see about six thousand stars from our backyards. It's well, it's mind-boggling how much. Is that? I,
1: well? Let's talk because we're gonna we'll finish up with this. We're gonna talk <laughs> about some like mind-blowing facts. Am I wrong to say, like I read somewhere there's more stars in the sky than there are like particles of sand on the beach, all the beaches that's, and on the earth, right? That's like, how can gone. you even you can't even comprehend that. Like, our brains aren't made to understand that amount. That's right. Of-
0: it's, <laughs> there's so many zeros behind the number. Uh, our brains can't think of it. it. It's hard, you know, think of a billion dollars, or it, it's hard to even comprehend what a billion dollars mm-hmm. is if you laid them all out in once. It's...
1: Right, They uh, you go and, to the moon and back or something, right? <laughs> I don't
0: know. And now we're talking about trillions of galaxies mm-hmm. that have billions of stars each. It's it's an unfathomable number of zeros after all of this. So, and the distances are so great. That uh, you know, close to thirteen point seven light, uh, you know, billion light years old. thirteen point seven billion uh, years old is about the estimated age of the universe. And uh, you know, the universe is expanding and all these crazy things. It, it's far larger than we can ever, we'll never see or never visit. the Majority, our, our little it's, bubble is tiny.
1: <laughs> right. It's so fascinating, and then it's also depending how you look at it. It's also terrifying, like, at the same time. It's just so yeah. large. You know, you think about, is there life out there? There, there, there has to be, right? There's just, like, so much. Um, I, I so personally, much
0: I think that, you know, the universe is far too large. And, you know, at, right. out of all those billions of stars around trillions of galaxies, it's now known that most stars probably have at least multiple planets around them. Mm-hmm. So to think that we're the only thing out there uh, as quoted by the uh, uh, movie Contact, it, it'd be an awful waste of space. Right, right. <laughs> Something to that effect.
1: <laughs> so, um, again, I want to thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to it. But let's let's um, recap with the dates and, and times again so that people yep. can find out more information about it. So, of course, you want to look at LV Space Fest on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LVSpacefest.org to get all the information, or even if you want to sponsor it. I know there are sponsorship opportunities, so you can reach out um, to you guys. And it is Saturday and Sunday, May 6th through 7th at Paxsonosa. I have elementary school. Either way, Paxsonosa school in, in Easton on Sunday, May 6th and 7th. So you have time to to get ready and plan for it. But yeah, I think we're gonna come out. Like it, it's um it's something that during the pandemic we spent a lot more time in our own backyard. Than we did, you know, previously, and it, it's something that's really fascinating, and, and it's fun to share with other people. So, you know, I'm really looking forward to it, and that's why I reached out to you because I love, like, it just seemed like such a fun. It makes sense, like, why doesn't Lehigh Valley have a space festival? Well, now we do, we and I'm glad that we do. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, well, uh, Marty, I appreciate it, and and also to to your co-founder uh, Todd as well, who co-founded with with uh, Lehigh Valley Space Fest. We want to thank him as well. And we look forward to seeing you out there. And I just want to quickly want to thank our sponsors, Kitchen Magic, Michael Bernadine with REMAX, Molly's Iris Grill, and Sports Pub. And, of course, Leah Valley Made Possible. Visit LVMadePossible.com for more information about why the Leah Valley is a great place to work, play, and look at stars.
0: Oh, definitely. Marty,
1: yeah. <laughs> thank you again.
0: Thank you.